Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you use as a anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, or real events are entirely coincidental and unintentional. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. Hey, Nick, what's going on? Oh, hey, man. What's up? Not much. I brought pizza, because I haven't eaten yet. You want to eat a piece of pizza? No, I just had Arby's a little bit ago. Cool. You ready to go? For what? The podcast? Oh. I want a girl with a mind like a diamond. I want a girl who knows what's best. I want a girl with shoes that cut and uh, eyes that burn like cigarettes. I want a girl hey everyone, welcome out to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. Um, <clears throat> I'm Nick Nitro, and with me as always is... Jimmy. And uh, John is not here tonight. John is working, and he is also uh, fixing the toilet at his house. Which Both valid excuses. Yes, actually. Apparently I myself his... just got off work, and I'm eating my dinner at the moment, so you may hear me chew a few bites, or if you're watching the live feed, you may see me have a delicious slice of <coughs> pizza. And if you hear that, that's me just hacking up a lung. Nick's sick. Yes. I've not had good, I've not had good luck health-wise past few days. New Year's Eve, went to the party with Jimmy. It's good times. Yes, good times. Although but... it died very early. It wasn't very nice. I got sick. Well, I mean, I was already sick with a sore throat, but my sore throat really hurt the next morning. So pretty much Thursday and Friday, which I had off, mm-hmm. was me just not, not feeling good. Well, then Saturday got really worse, so I called off work then, just slept in dead, bed all day. And then I woke up this morning, I apparently threw my back out. So oh. I'm having a good time, people. So I was sick last weekend. I actually called off work last Sunday, so it's probably a good thing we didn't do a podcast last Sunday. Yes, yes, indeed. Everybody's been sick. It's been very sad. But I hope you listeners out there weren't sick and had a fantastic Christmas and New Year's. No, see, Jimmy, I'm going to get them sick. Oh. <coughs> that there was for me to you people. If you're listening on your iPod or stereo, quickly cover up the uh, um, speakers with your hands so that his germs don't penetrate. That's what she said. Anyway, uh, in 2009, we have a new email format that we discussed in the last regular show before the break, where, yeah, I'll just, yeah. where I'll just read a couple emails, and then everybody will respond to them, instead of trying to twist Nick and John's arm and make them read emails every week. That is right. And the first email this week says, Don't bring Dear Nick, Jimmy, and John, down. Dear Jimmy, I'm sick tonight, let's skip this stupid, uh, stupid bit, and we'll do it next week. Love, Nick, in this studio. Well, Nick, okay. I have no idea what that's in reference to, but whatever. Because <laughs> you weren't feeling good, so I was not going to make you respond to an email. Okay. Never mind. That was hilarious. I thought it was clever, but you didn't go with it, so it was uh, sad. I, I just didn't. Okay. News. We had lots of deaths in the last couple of weeks. That was it? Hmm? You have any other email? No, that I agreed for your sake to like, suspend a bit for the week so you could recover from your illness because you wanted to make this podcast quick so you could go back to getting better. Okay. Did you want uh, another email? No. Oh, okay. No. Oh, don't forget the drawing. Oh, we're going to do the drawing now. Let me put yeah, the after the, yeah, after okay, the Yeah. Okay, let's yeah. do the drawing then. Then we'll talk about <laughs> death. 
Well, and hopefully Jimmy, Nick won't die while we're doing the drawing. As or Jimmy's else doing this, Jimmy's shaking it up. Pretty shake, much, shake, shake. what the what the happened was we had a Facebook contest, which is you know we'll give away a DVD at Christmas time. First person that got it said, you know what, I actually have every DVD that's on that list. Oh, so, JT. No, JT. If you've already won from Avon contest, you're not allowed to win again mm. for for these. He won our other. Be contest, fair, contest. right? To be fair. So, uh, the uh, well, I'll just say their first name. Mark passed on it. So mm-hmm. then the next person um, didn't respond. So then the person after that didn't respond either, which is where we're at now. So we're at person number four. I see all kinds of names I recognize in here. Who else passed it? Anybody that I know? Uh, Leisha. Lisa Marie Pruitt? No, Leisha. Oh, Leisha, not Lisa. I was going to say, I just see Lisa and Pruitt Arlene. in here. Who's a good friend. I don't know either <coughs> one of these people. Well, to make it fair, I'm not looking, and you will be able to see me not look as I draw, because I'm looking through these names, and I recognize a lot of names in well, this all they, to, all they had to do was be a member... Of our Facebook group. group before Christmas Day. Okay. And so that's what it was. Excellent. Uh, good luck to everybody. And the winner is... Lisa Marie Pruitt. Honestly, you saw, if you were watching the video, be holding up above my head and twist it up See, a whole bunch I of times. I just want to go back and look at that. You may, because I honestly... That's why uh, well, I was I'll looking so I put there. it up here. I just thought that was very... Weird. It was extremely weird because I had just mentioned Lisa Pruitt, seeing her All right, name. Me... Alright, so Lisa, you'll... And if Lisa, how, how much time do you give them to respond? <coughs> uh, four, four days. Four days? Mm-hmm. I'll be texting her tonight to make sure she responds. Okay. She is a good friend of mine. Congratulations, Lisa. Well, and those no, of you no, watching the video That's feed. That's not fair to everybody else. Well, if you're watching the video feed, you can see I did it randomly. It doesn't matter. You don't shouldn't text. Oh, like I that. shouldn't text her. I should just no. re- rely on the Facebook. Because first off, if if you have Facebook set up, when you get a message, or whatever, it you get to your you. email. That's it what I do. Yeah. You. And the thing is, is that so all these people have received a message, and I know they've logged. Some of these people have logged into Facebook, and I think they just delete the message, and it says like you're a DVD winner. Ah, they think it's spam. They probably think it's spam, so they delete it. And it's just like whatever. Okay. How many days did you <coughs> Now you can tell her to response. listen to the episode. Okay. And then I'll be like, okay, you know what? That's fair. And I, that's just being fair to everybody. So Lisa, if you're listening to this, because Jimmy told you to listen, congratulations. Please respond back as soon as possible. But I'm sorry I won't let him text you because it's not fair to anybody else. I promise I will not text her. Now see, next won. time, now next time, when we do another contest like this, mm-hmm. we'll just take everybody's phone numbers from their Facebook profiles and text them. And they can go, okay, I'm not part of your group anymore because you're a little, you're creeping me out with the whole you're texting me. But may I make- Twitter on my own Twitter feed about her fight, uh, exciting win? No. Because I happen to know she gets her Twitters to my phone as text messages. No, because <laughs> oh. no one else has gone to Twitter about who won. I'd be happy to Twitter all winners on my Twitter feed. It just would have helped most of them. True. Okay, Again, not I will fair. not. I will not text. That, 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 that's pandering to one of our C. So that that just means everybody. If you're a friend of Jimmy's and you happen to win anything on the show, Jimmy's looking out for it. Or he's trying to. I'm trying to look out for you. I like my friends. But and it was a completely fair job. All those other people the video who are too. not Jimmy's friends that we that listen to the show anyway, I am here for you to make it fair for you. 
See, now I've made you the bad guy in this, and that makes me happy inside. The drawing was very fair. Nick made the papers, I held up over my head, looked straight at the camera so you could see the video. <laughs> oh, wait, see. you can't really see, because when you lift up your arms, uh-oh, that's there. But you could see my face looking at the camera, and you could see it as I, I lifted know. it up. Whatever, I'll, I'll watch it when we come back to it. No, I won't. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't cheat. I, I know. Um, um, news, we had lots of death. The most affecting, I thought, to me, was uh, Michelle Barrett, Roddenberry. Widow of Gene Roddenberry, voice of the computer in all the Star Trek shows and movies, and Ch uh, Deanna Troy's mom in the next generation, and Chapel in the original series. She had been signed to do the computer voice for the new movie, but I don't know if she recorded it yet. I, you know, I've heard reports that she already had it done. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. If, it, if she did have it done, it will still be her last performance as the computer voice. Very, very sad. Uh, I mean, she's been a widow for 17 years and helmed the Star Trek franchise, and this was a big deal <coughs> for Star Trek fans. Also, Eartha Kitt died on Christmas Day, and her uh, fabulous song, Santa Baby, made it like a, an apropos day. It was very very, very iconic. Is people who die on their, their namesakes or what have you. On the day that they're known for, or yeah. they're reminded in the Like, Charles Schultz died on the day his last mm -hmm. Snoopy comic strip was published, or Peanuts comic strip was published, even though it was done for months in advance. Mm -hmm. He died the day that it hit print, and then Arthur Kitt, Christmas Day. Also, John Travolta's 16-year-old son, Jet, died. Oh, that, see, because I worked today, I felt like Monday, today was Monday, but mm. we don't find out what killed him until tomorrow. No. And, some old woman who was watching the Jonas Brothers on Jimmy Kimmel died... I think they should sue the Jonas Brothers and lock them up for killing him. I think first degree manslaughter. I agree. Also, <coughs> and this was the worst one for me, my heart died because it was announced that Zoe Deschanel is engaged to Ben Gibbard, a singer of Death Cab for Cutie, yeah. some stupid band. So um, Stupid. It's a good band. <laughs> I know it is, but I'm jealous. So now that Zoe has taken it off the market, I had always told my girlfriend I was going to leave her for Zoe, and it hit me real hard. You tell her all the time you're going to leave her, period. So. I do, every day, just to keep it, you know, things interesting. Shows, which I just, after a point, I'm just like, okay. She doesn't believe me anyway. But I was, yeah. and I'm not, I don't mean it, but I was very, very sad that uh, Zoe was engaged, so my she heart died. does mean it. <laughs> um, strike news... The writer, the Actors Guild put off the strike and put off the strike, and now they're going to vote on, excuse me, vote on the strike in mid-January, but there's like a part of the guild that wants to depose the president, Alan Rosenberg, and prevent the strike, and it needs a 75% yes vote to pass, so it's not looking likely that the actors will be striking, but we'll know for sure. They said with the way the vote's been pushed now, it should not affect the Oscars, even if they do strike. So... By the time all the ballots are counted in and it goes into effect. So if it does happen, it'll happen in the spring and won't happen and screw up their winter season. Interesting. Um, Disney has announced they are not co-producing or distributing the third Narnia movie. No word if the third Narnia movie I is going to get made. I called that shit forever long ago. And the you're second like, one no. was better than the first one. No, no, that's not going to happen. Disney's going to make the third one. I'm like, no, they're not. But the second one was better than the first one. It didn't make as much money though, did it? <laughs> Damn it! Uh, I don't know. The Old Grove, I think, like made eight hundred or eight hundred, I think eight hundred million dollars at the mm -hmm. box office worldwide. That's big. Yeah, guess how much the second one made? Barely broke even two hundred million worldwide. Mm -hmm. 
Well, who, I'm sorry, Disney just co-produced and distributed, so it may still get made, possibly. Yeah, but both of them be lower budget. Other... And, yeah, that would suck. Um, Kyler Lee of Grey's Anatomy fame is pregnant, but it will not be written into the show. Scream Four is filming next year, <coughs> which is kind of exciting. Really? Well, see, the original Scream movies, viewed separately, as I was made to do by my friend Brandon Potts, were kind of eh, because I don't really like horror movies, but as a trilogy, it was an interesting story, and I really liked it. Especially the third one, because it was funny. So, I'm hopeful for Scream 4. They've been a number of years now. I'm hopeful. They, no. I thought, like, as a trilogy, it was good. They need to let it go. Oh. But like any horror movie, yeah, they just won't. Freddy's going to come back again, and same yeah. as Jason, and... Apparently, Big Bang Theory ratings have been through the roof. Oh, yes. Which makes me very, very happy. Yeah. Does it make you very, very happy? Oh, I'm, ex- I'm ecstatic. Uh, I can tell by your... But I, well, I've, I've, I've known that for about four months now. That the ratings were through the roof? Yeah, each episode keeps getting bigger yeah. and bigger. Yeah. yeah, so I that's not really news to me. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Jimmy's you know the you know the house. Well, this is like three weeks worth of news because we haven't done a regular show in like three weeks. You know on house that Cuddy is being replaced by Cameron. Cameron yes. taking Cuddy's job. Mm-hmm. That was a spoiler. Timothy Oliphant is starring in Damages, so his part on Samantha Who has been recast as Billy Zane. Yes. They do look very similar. I was looking at the pictures side by side. One's bald, one's not. Well, the one's balding, and the one's balding a lot, and they look similar enough in the face. The Timmy elephant's not balding. Well, you have, okay. Have you any looking at the two pictures me? side by side? Oh, whatever. To me, oh my God. on a cello, look like they look very similar. I'm sorry if you disagree. Um, I horribly disagree. Okay. Well, Michael Cassidy is leaving the cast of Privileged, which I don't care about, but some people like Privileged. And Balthazar Getty is not signed for full time for next year, brothers and sisters. He was that actor that that uh, was what's his name alias. was the blind item, huh? That they were saying was Balthazar popular. Getty was the blind item that he's fired. Yeah, he doesn't even know mm-hmm. it yet. Well, it was widely reported in Osella that he was being told a. I guess he's been very difficult to work with, <coughs> and so they're they're not playing killing him off, but they'll probably use him more sparingly as a reoccurring character. Yeah. Well, he's been difficult, and then uh, apparently none of the actors really like him anymore because he's like been fucking Serene Miller. And... Well, he left his wife and four kids who they had grown very fond of because he brought them around the set. And yeah. now he's with Sienna Miller, yeah. Dude, Law's ex. Um, Curses. Yeah. Jessica Alba and Jack Black are both going to be in the post-office Super Bowl episode. I know. They play actors playing themselves. Not themselves. Well, I mean, They're Jack Black's not playing Jack Black. He's playing an actor and playing himself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. Okay. Yeah. You're right. I thought he was playing Jack Black. No, he's not playing Jack Black, but they're playing a character in a movie because that's the whole thing. Well, yeah, they said movie. it is a character in a movie <coughs> that they're going to be like illegally pirating, but it said he wasn't playing himself. Hmm. It specifically okay. said that in Ask Costello. He was not playing himself. Oh, okay. And then just Galba was signed later to do the same episode. It'll still be the roast of Michael Scott, but they'll be the illegal pirated thing. Also, in her second episode, Courtney Cox will fire the janitor. <coughs> yes. Oh, uh, they're also, they will not be showing any more banana hammocks. Hmm. Because ABC is more family friendly than NBC? Yes. Losers. 
And also, the you can't change Todd the Todd's character. The janitor's name is also extremely normal. It is not Neil Flynn, which everyone thought it was going to be. Neil Flynn, because that's the actor's name. Yeah, because remember, there's the meta mm-hmm. joke where he's it's Neil Flynn from The Fugitive, mm-hmm. and it's the janitor. Mm-hmm. Well, how can the janitor be? Him? I got you. Yeah, I got you. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. And the last bit of spoiler news I had is Lost. When it comes back, we'll be doing neither flashbacks or flash forwards anymore. Yes. They won't have a central plot. They'll be flipping back and forth through time and characters at random. Mmm. I'm very excited about that. Me too. It will give it a new freshness that the flash forwards gave it a (coughs) completely new freshness. And now they're going to get another new freshness. I also have... Do you have any other news before I do premiere dates of the next week or two? Nope. Well, I have the premiere date calendar stretching from Monday, December 29th, which already aired, all the way to Thursday, April 9th of when all the shows are premiering this winter. Mm-hmm. Um, already premiered Bromance and The City on MTV, Who Get Hell Cares. And Friday night, Lipstick Jungle and Stargate Atlantis came back tonight. Brothers and Sisters and Desperate Housewives returns. And Superstars of Dance premieres on NBC. Also, The Unit returns, if anybody's watching that. Tomorrow, we'll get The Bachelor, Gossip Girl, One Tree Hill, Secret Life of the American Teenager, and True Beauty. True Beauty is a series premiere, I believe. And Tuesday this week, 90210, according to Jim, The Biggest Loser Couples, Law & Order SVU, The Mentalist, NCIS, Nip Tuck, Privileged Scrubs, and Without a Trace, all return to television! Wednesday, the only thing of note is Damages. And also, like, Knight Rider and Law and & Order come back. But Damages, Season 2, it's going to be fucking awesome. And there's some show called 13, The Fear is Real on CW. Thursday, we get almost all of... It says The Office, but that is not true. I checked my listings. The Office is a rerun on Thursday. But 30 Rock, Kath and Kim, My Name is Earl, all return. As well as ER, Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice, excuse me, and Ugly Betty. And on Friday, we get the Flashpoint, as well as the cable shows, Monk and Psych. And on Sunday is the other big hefty weight, 24. And then Big Bang and How I Met Your Mother and Kyle XY and Samantha Who and Worst Week and CSI Miami and Two and a Half Men are all back. And then American Idol. This is Tuesday the 13th now. And I think that's as far as we need to go for now. Everything else can, can wait I just until next say week? that why are they still looking for the American Idol? Haven't we found like five enough already? Eight. This is season nine, I think. Okay, haven't we? We found or this is season eight, eight American this Idols. This is season eight. Do we there's need any more? Well, there's a new judge that may be trying to push Paula out. We will see. Ugh. And um, I don't know. They're, they're going to make the earlier rounds less television time, which makes me sad because the early rounds where everybody sucks are my favorite. But we'll see. And now, instead of sending only 24 to Hollywood, I think they're sending, like, 36 <laughs> to Hollywood. So they, there's more audience voting. They have found the American Idol. There is no need for them to keep finding more American Idols. There's, yeah, it was Kelly Clarkson, the original. Everybody else has not lived up to her amount of fame and Well, and even then, Kelly Clark has just bombed out, too. Not really. She's had some good songs. Where's she been? Her last record flopped, sir. Hmm. The last one did, but she had a couple good songs for a while. Uh, but anyway, I'm I'm most excited this week about damages and scrubs. What about you? Uh, I'm just scrubs. Just scrubs. Yeah, I'm indifferent. Are you excited about Monk? Because isn't it this last season? Mm, I'm indifferent to it. Because okay. I I don't know what they're what they're not they've been really secretive about what changes have been made or how it's going to end. So I don't I'm indifferent to it. Okay. Well, um. 
That's all the news I got. If you want to take a quick break, we can do reviews. All right. We'll be right back right after this. Your patients on this wing have all been complaining about odd noises. Oh, if it's Bink, I can explain. It isn't Bink. Stop saying Bink. Was it, I come from the land down under, where women glow and men plunder? That wasn't me. Just figure it out, damn it. Do you plunder? I have been known to plunder. What's that noise he's talking about? Exciting. I'm back. I'm back too. Are you? 
<laughs> I always thought you were more of a front guy. Yeah, in the front, in the front. Everybody likes to do it in the front. Except for Jimmy. He likes it in the back. Okay. That's all I got. What do you think of that? Yeah. Reviews. Don't you have a review or do you want to save it? I'll what? save it for the end. Okay. I watched uh, Extras Episode 1 and 2 on Christmas Eve. Have not watched any more than Episode 1 and 2, but I enjoyed Episode 1 and 2. Uh, I'm not a fan of um, Kate Winslet, but she was really funny. Really funny. Mm. And Ben Stiller was pretty darn good as well in Episode 1 and 2. Kate Winslet was very filthy. She was. She was very filthy, which may have been why I found her so funny. She was in nun costume, and she was talking about like phone sex and stuff. You know, she's one of those girls that, you know what, she's not the most, and I hate to say this, she's not the most attractive. No, she's not. Damn, I just fucked the shit out of her. She does I'm look sorry. good naked. Yeah, that's what I because I saw... It's pictures. her face that's not the most attractive. No, I no, I wouldn't say that. It's just, she has her moments of cuteness. It's just that she doesn't have the pure hourglass fig- figure that mm. most women in Hollywood have. And God love her for, like, you know, keep making movies. Well, because I saw a picture, a few pictures of her in the in the reader, mm-hmm. <coughs> and she's like apparently very naked in that movie, like all like half the time. Mm. I'm just like, you know what? She's totally doable in that, and I wouldn't mind. <laughs> she's yeah. been getting Oscar buzz for that and that other movie that she's doing, Revolutionary Road with yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, directed yeah. by her husband. Yes, that's yeah. the one I bet. I heard the book was really depressing. I heard the movie equally more so because you, it's like you know live. Mm. Excellent. Um, Indeed. I finished uh, the comic book Spider-Man Volume 2. Ultimate Spider-Man. The Ultimate Spider-Man Volume 2 that Nick loaned me. I thought it wasn't quite as good as the first one. And Nick Nick disagrees. I think it's my favorite. That's my favorite one out of all of them so far. Hmm. <laughs> I just felt the larger arcs were shoved too condensed. The Doc Ock, I was not satisfied with the Doc Ock story. Oh, I love that. I thought that was great. Because then he goes to the Spider-Man movie shoot. That was cool. And he's fine. All of that. But, yeah, well, it was good. I'm not saying it was not good. I'm just saying I felt the first one was better. Oh, you've not started three yet, have you? I have not. I need to get on that. Um, also, I, this was catch-up month for Jimmy, of all the crap that build up on his TiVo, and as of this morning, I still have one episode of Terminator left to watch, and five episodes of Prison Break, but other than that, everything else was off my TiVo. So, one thing I caught up on was, obviously, The Terminator, which, honestly, that show <coughs> is just super fantastic. Like, they did this whole episode where they were developing this artificial intelligence, and they were trying to decide, because it had killed a man, if it meant to kill the man, or if it just didn't understand the value of life. And because it called the ambulance for the man after he'd already been dead so long they couldn't revive him. And so it was like, I, and I guess the conclusion it kind of came to was the computer just thought that he needed to be rebooted and it didn't realize the value of life. And it was really, really interesting. Very cool. The only thing I don't like on it is Derek, who Brian Austin Green's girlfriend they brought back from the future. I don't like her at all. I'm sorry, she's lame. She's Australian, but she looks like Asian and I don't like her. Just saying. Um, I also caught up on Pushing Daisies, which was phenomenal. Uh, each one got better and better, and the Norwegians was maybe the best episode of the series. Mm-hmm. It was just 
blow my mind. Amazing. And I love that Olive, I thought Olive had double-crossed them. I really did. And then, really, she wasn't. She was being a mole for them. But Yeah, that was a little interesting. I didn't, I wasn't expecting that. But I agree with Chuck. Olive deserves to know she's earned her place Indeed. in the inner circle. Um, Eli Stone has been quite good as well. Uh, not to level Pushing Daisies for me, but it's been quite good. I've enjoyed it immensely. I didn't like the last episode. They, they, or, well, it's going to be the last episode they're going to show. They're not going to finish airing? Same with Pushing Daisies, nope. You have to wait for the DVDs? Well, unless they're, they're going to air it as like a, like a, a fill-in gap. Okay, that's what they're going to save them for. Okay. If none of the shows fail that's currently on, though, then they're not going to do that. And then we'll just song. have to wait for the DVD. Well, they already want to wait for summer rerun season. Hmm. They'll burn them off eventually. Just no plans at the moment to air them. Yeah, because was it the two ministers one? I just I didn't like, but I mean at least they they were trying to get it ready to end with a twist, which that's fair enough. I like the whole date plot. And well, I mean I liked it too, but but it was a little bit cheap. The Beth was in love with Eli. I thought. I wish they would have spent more time on that, but they didn't. But whatever. I bet they would have had the show not been canceled. No, yeah, that's true. Well, I look forward to the rest of the show. That I was catching up on, I think I only had two episodes to catch up on, but I was disappointed in was private practice. The last couple episodes were both duds, and, you know, I'm not feeling it. Like, season one was really good, and season two started kind of strong, but it's gone weak. And I hope that putting it after Grey's Anatomy, and they're doing the crossover and stuff, I'm hoping <coughs> to jolt it. But the only characters I care anymore about are Charlotte and, Charlotte and them. Tim Daly's character? No, not Tim Daly. He's ruined for me because him and Amy Brenneman slept together for no reason at all other than, hey, these two characters haven't slept together yet, so let's put them together. Uh, they weren't in love. It just screwed them up. Now, um, Paul Adelstein's character. That's why I don't like that show. Charlotte is Kate, Katie, uh, what's-her-face from Wedding Bells, and then um, Paul Adelstein from Prison Break. Their love story I'm interested in. The rest of them, even Addison, who I love. She was my favorite. I just am not impressed with private practice. It needs to do something quick. It needs to get a swift kick in the face. Mm-hmm. I also, uh, after raving about the first two episodes of Leverage on the show, on the podcast, yeah, was highly disappointed in the third and fourth episodes of Leverage. And I made that note on the Twitter. But the fifth one redeemed itself, as in it was... Uh, after the third and fourth one, I'm like, they're not using the formula they had kind of established in the first two of the heist, Ocean's Eleven style, whatever... And yeah. so I was disappointed in the third and fourth ones. But the fifth one, they didn't do that formula, which is what I thought they should go back to. They did something completely different, and it worked really well. And I really liked it. So Leverage rebounded in its fifth episode. Let's hope that it stays rebounded, because the third and fourth were very disappointing. Hmm. I've not seen any of them. I meant to, but I forgot to tape them. I'm sure they'll rerun. It's TNT. Oh, yeah. Um, I did watch... An episode and a half of Batman the Brave and the Bold, which is a new series, apparently, on Two Network, I think, Cartoon Network. Uh-huh. Disappointed. Yeah, I I wouldn't watch it at all. I recorded it because Will Whedon did a voice for it, and it came up on my wish list search. Really? Yeah, but I don't know which voice he did, because he wasn't, like, listed as one of the characters in the info thing, and so I don't know. I didn't. That, but it came up on my wish list search, because I have wish list searches set on different actors. Did it come, did it come up in multiple episodes? Yeah. More than likely, he's like a char- major character on the series. Probably. It's reoccurring, but like they don't really tell you Yeah, they don't really go into it. Um, did you check Internet Movie Database? I did not. Hmm. I should. 
Or just Twitter. Well, we didn't ask him who he is in Batman Brave and the Bold. Or IMDb is quicker. Uh, that's true, but then you get personal interaction with Will Wheaton. I had true personal interaction with Bea Grant, who plays the speedster on, on Heroes, on Twitter. She's hot. Oh my god, yeah. She needs to be a main character. She's awesome. She is, she is like my favorite part of the first half of the she, season. Is. She is she's cute as a button. She is. And I would take her on dates. And I love her love story with Greg Gumberg. Gorgeous. You know what? Greg Gumberg, another guy that I would love to like get I I take on him. dates. Uh, you know what? Yes, because he's love cute as a button. He is cute as a button. He is cute as a Greg Gumberg, I love you. Almost as much as I love Paula Storm. Oh wait. Just my obligatory shout out to Paul. God, I would I would totally take Greg on um, a date too. He's cute, and I, you know what? I take him and his wife on a date. Me too. Yeah, it would just be it would just be cute. As, it would just be adorable. It would. It would be it'd be fun. And then if you're lucky, they'll have sex with you at the end of the date. Okay, now now you step <laughs> over a line because I'm trying to get Craig to do the show, and now he listens to this episode. Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, we're such on good speaking terms anyway. Ah, Me and that would Greg, be awesome. That's I would I, not make any derogatory or sexual jokes at you, Greg Gumberg, if you do the show. You know what? I, I think Greg would probably make them back at you, because Greg's a pretty funny guy. I've been watching Greg Gumberg since Felicity, and he was fantastic at Alien. Do you know his brother? And I, this, I don't. I, this is going to come out sort of derogatory, but I don't mean it in that way. Mm-hmm. Because I've, you've seen him before too, but like you, I didn't couldn't really put a face to the name. Like he looked familiar. The the big guy who played the funeral director in Pushing Daisies. Okay. That's his brother. Nuh-uh. Yes. Cool. His older brother. He was also on House beginning of the season. Hmm. Uh, but I'm just like, really? Because that's why he looks familiar to me. Every time I see him, I was like, I've seen that guy tons of times. And apparently he's been in acting longer than, than Greg has been. And and he's older than him, too. That's his that's his big brother. If Greg comes on, you know the question I would ask him. No. Well, when well, are you going to be on Fringe? Because he's on all JJ's other shows. I mean, he, he started Felicity and Alias. Oh, he's tweeted a few he, times that, hey, like, who says I'm not going to be in Star Trek? Oh, that would be uh, or, a fanboy's dream come true for me. Or, or who says I've not seen Star Trek? Maybe it's awesome, but maybe I can't tell you that. He, he does stuff like that. I love, are, you, are, you, are you Twitter following him? No. You should totally... I, I don't ever go to the website, so I only follow people that I actually want the phone updates from. Dude, you should just Greg Grunberg. Put just his phone updates on? I am a huge Greg Grunberg fan um, of everything I've seen. I mean, Bea Grant doesn't have anything funny to say. She's she's like very like semi serious Twitter. Like I was following Felicia Day for a while, but she's too personal with everybody, and she talks to them all the time, like you do, and it gets annoying to me for her because <coughs> I don't know all these people she's twittering at, and so it's like, yeah, yeah, it was a bunch of updates I didn't care about. There were some that I cared about whenever she talked about herself, but. Stupid caring about other people. How dare she? I may still be following her because I never removed it. I don't remember, but I don't check her updates because I don't go on the website. I only check the Twitter updates on my phone. Which your mom signed up for Twitter and then never ever Twitters, by the way. That's lame. She should Twitter. Yeah, I make fun of her for it. Um, I also watched, there's been some new internet series available on my TiVo, and I watched Duder, which is a 15, about 15 minutes per episode. I really enjoyed Duder. There were several other ones, but none of them were good enough to mention. But Duder, I really like. Excellent. Uh, What's it about, Jimmy? It's about two dudes. And they live in an apartment. And every episode's a little bit different. Um, there's, It's kind of meandering in plot. There's no like clear plot or... Like Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Show. Not at all like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. 
But it's really good. The guy I thought was the main character in the pilot, though, ended up only appearing a couple more times, and then his character apparently called them from Seattle and said he had moved. So I get he's not even a character on the show anymore. But the other two guys, they're really funny, and it's really good, and it's very original, and I can't really compare it to anything because it's not like anything else. Yeah. Okay. I'm a fan of Duder. Check out Duder. Duder. I think it's Coldcast TV spelled with a K. With a K. Dot com. Yes. But it's also available on TiVo. Dot com. Uh, I also rewatched the first three Harry Potter movies. And the first two hold up very well, but the third one, I have to say, everything that that Mexican director did bugged the hell out of me. Morgan and I, I'm getting Morgan into the Harry Potter movies because we're reading the books. Mm. But the third one with the jeans and the sweatshirt <coughs> and the weird Jamaican shrunken heads talking, it bothered me a lot. The third one's my least favorite of the movies. I'm just going to say it right now. And I love that book. Okay. Uh, almost done. I also watched the movie Everything is Illuminated, which is one of Morgan's favorite movies. I love that movie. It was fantastic. I It could easily become one of my favorite movies. It's, and you remember that? Liv Schreiber. The guy who played uh, Citizen Kane. I did know that. RKO. Yeah. Now, what did you think What did you think of the curveball that the movie threw at you in the last, in the third act? Which like, you sort of saw it coming, but... Well, I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but the, the grandpa kills himself. I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't see that coming Blew at all. Blew me away. It, that, that, yeah, that for me, so I was like... Because I'm like, okay, this is sort of humorous, kind of weird, mm-hmm. out-of-touch movie. And then at the end, like... And you know where it's going to, which is you know he was part of it. Because from the flashback of this show. Mm-hmm. And then, um... Mm-hmm. And then he killed himself, which I was like, Wow. And that's heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking. It was very... But I, it I, was heartbreaking. It was an excellent movie. It was, I highly it was, recommend it to anyone. Yeah, it's called Everything Illuminated during Elijah Wood and... Uh, some other people. Some other people I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <coughs> um, I also you like watched, clothes, yes. You like clothes. <laughs> American, American. The way they talked. Oh, it was fantastic. Ukrainian. Ukrainian, yeah. Um, last thing I have to review are the three librarian movies, which they, they put out one every two years with Noah Wiley, uh, Jane Curtin, and Bob Newhart <coughs> star. <coughs> right. And the first, it's kind of a knockoff of Indiana Jones, getting a little bit into, um, oh, what else did I compare it to? Check our Twitter feed for what I compared it to. But it, the first one I thought was pretty good. The second and third ones, not so much. I think they would benefit from more Jane Curtin and Bob Newhart because the first half hour, 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes of the third one was heavy with Jane Curtin and Bob Newhart, including Jane Curtin getting drunk and showing up at Noah Wiley's house. Because they, like, work at the library, and then he goes off on the missions. And, um, yeah. Uh, they, that part was hilarious. I'm like, oh, this is going to be so much better than the second one. And then disappointed. And a couple of my friends who were fans, or somebody on our Twitter feed, and another real-life friend of mine, who were fans of the earlier movies, thought the third one was every bit as good. But I was disappointed. I thought the first one was the best, and the first quarter of the third one was really good. But the other parts were... The first one also had Petty from Lost as the love interest, and I love Petty from Lost. Uh, the second one had the girl from who's Michael's love interest in Burn Notice. Less a fan of her. Oh, and Abraham the, Moore? Yeah. And the third one had some girl I'd never seen before. She was a, See, the first two, they were like globe-trekking, adventure in the forest and in the woods and on trains and in all these different the countries. The third one, they didn't have the budget for The it. third one, they were in New Orleans with vampires. Right. It was lame. Sorry, it was. I have a few, a few people on Twitter that disagree with you on that. I understand that. And they're entitled to their opinions. My opinion was, it was lame. They're also entitled to theirs. 
Absolutely, but they don't and have a podcast to express it, their. Actually, I would recommend. They do have a, some a, of them. Some do. of them do have a podcast. I would recommend if they do not have a podcast, get a podcast. Then you can express your opinion for everybody else to see, and then people can Twitter to you that you're wrong, and that it was a great movie. No, they didn't say you're wrong. They just said it was on par with the rest. Ah, uh, well, I disagree with that. But well, you know, I'm gonna agree with them. Just to just to. You've never seen it, so you can't agree with anybody. You're right, but you know what? I know that Dean Devlin produced all three, and like always. As Dean Devlin continues to produce more and more his or with series or sagas, his films start to suck a bit. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Dean and this other girl. I'm not going to. I am. Jane Curtin and Bob Newhart were excellent though. In all three movies, everything they were in, they sparkled. Sparkled. Glitter sparkle. Sparkle glitter. Yes, it was so glitter. Is it glitter with you? Is that is that rainbows and puppies? That glitter for you. Can get her old joke right. So. Uh, no, it was from South Park, and you got it wrong in the title of the episode. But okay that's enough. how we t- said it in the episode too. Is that glitter enough for you? Actually, is it glitter enough for you? Mm. Is that what it is? I don't remember. It's been so long. Yes. <laughs> I also get my iPod back working, so I'm listening to our episodes in reverse order to catch back up. And that they they care why? Because they do. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, move on to your review. Okay. Since you actually saw a recent movie. Yes, I was actually hoping to plan on seeing multiple movies that just didn't pan out. Um, I would like to see multiple movies because I haven't we seen We were going to go see time. Valkyrie, but... Oh, I would like to see Mom that. Mom was like, yeah, but I'm not in the mood for a depressing movie. And mm. I said, okay. That's going to be depressing. Yeah. And so I said, well, what, what we got... Well, she's like, what's funny that's on? I was like, well, the only thing really on that's a comedy is Yes Man. Everything now, else see, is really I don't depressing. like Jim Carrey comedy movies, but I love Zoe Deschanel, so there I'm torn. Um, I'm willing to see that or not. See, I love Jim Carrey movies. The only thing is, it, it, it openly is not as good as Liar Liar. But some of the stuff he does in it, I mean, he tries to make out best he can. And everyone said it was actually like not funny at all. And I was like, the first ten minutes of the movie is very, it's just very expositiony, dry. And after that, it got really funny. Like How he, is Zoe in the movie? She's okay. She's indifferent. She's just like, what's her name from ER and Liar Liar? Same thing. It's like, you're not really there to really see her. But she does sing a few times. And she sings in the soundtrack, which is actually quite pretty. That make me happy. Yeah. but Even though she broke my heart. Damn her. But no, it... it Were there was... any other actors that I would know in that movie? Uh, Bradley Cooper. Uh, oh, I love Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper plays his friend who keeps saying, like... I did not Which actually was sort of funny because he's just like, uh... He real... Oh, and Terrence Stamp, the guy who plays, you know, Zod in, in Superman movies. He did... Oh, Neil yeah, and then he was the voice of, um, jor in the Superman TV show. Swallow. Right. Terrence Stamp, which I thought was really hilarious because he's just like... He's like, okay... He's, he's talking to Jim Carrey, and it's almost like... After watching some of his movies, I know Jim Carrey is constantly on, mm-hmm. so it makes me wonder if like Terrence Stamp just got tired of Jim Carrey because he's like sitting like say it was like we're like right this close. He's like, so what are you going to say when someone asks you to do something? It's going you're going to say, and he just like stares at him for a bit, and Jim Carrey doesn't say anything, so he just takes him back and goes smack, smacks him in the head. He's like, what are you going to say? Smack, smack. So stuff like that. And yeah, Terrence Stamp was just dead on hilarious, and he just sort of stole the show. And, That's nice. and also, yeah, Jim Carrey would come up and find He gets in his car. He's like, "Don't freak out! I'm not here to hurt you." And as he says that, he hits he hits a car. <laughs> so I was just like, he's like, I, and then as as you fade to black, you hear Jim Carrey weakly say, "I told you not to freak out, man." <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was sort of surprised, and 
Yeah, but you know, Bradley Cooper plays his best friend who sort of takes advantage of him. And it's like, hey, you can't say you can you can't say no anymore. So, um, yeah. So you know, my 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 my, my fiance needs a bridal shower, and her girlfriends can't cu- pick up the slack. How about how about Carl here does it for you? What do you say, Carl? Yes, <laughs> he has to. Aww. He also gets like a first bride and all. It was it was funny. Good. Just remember, ladies. All you girls out there deserve to go to the ball. Jimmy, ladies, uh, leave your man at home. The club is full of players and their pockets full of gold. Yes, but and all you fellas, you leave your girl with a friend because it's eleven thirty and that club is jumping, jumping. Yeah, I'm not a club, Jimmy. The ball. I was quoting from a song. I know you were, but you know what? Jumping, jumping. Every girl deserves to be taken to the ball. Oh, that's so sweet. It is. It is. And right now we're going to find out who Nick's taking to the ball. No. About to be a guy. Jeremiah Van Sickle. Told you. Yep, that's it. So, was that anything else? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yep. All right, well, we will be back next week. And we, you, yeah. Yay. I said right there. Bye. Bye. We're having a good time until you start up, Jeepers! Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place!